0: there. Welcome to the From Lab to Launch podcast by Qualio, where we share inspiring stories from the people on the front lines of life sciences. Tune in and leave inspired to bring your life-saving products to the world. Now let's get started with Robert, Qualio founder and CEO and our show host. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Grant and I help produce this podcast. Before we dive into the interview with Robert and Kristen Gillison, who is a lawyer and compliance officer at Sidekick Health, I want to give a shout out to a listener, Patient Engagement, which is a great name, who reviewed us on Apple Podcasts and said, Robert is an excellent host and brings thoughtful and critical questions. More podcasts like this can make a difference in the future of medical care. We appreciate that review and all of our listeners who join us. If you enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We read everyone and we'll share reviews on future episodes. We also got some good feedback on how to improve the show with a better summary and some takeaways, and we love feedback. So we're going to do our best to do that moving forward. In today's discussion, Rob and Kristen talk about how to enter new markets, why quality is important for a software as a medical device company, or SAMD, and how to scale your business while keeping culture top of mind. Sidekick Health is an app that delivers a gamified and personalized clinical treatment to better prevent chronic illness. It combines strong clinical validation with gamification, behavioral economics, and artificial intelligence. Their approach is really unique, and the results are awesome, like 30% better treatment adherence, 80% reduction after four months of the program, 40% reduction in patients' perceived problems related to their condition, so really awesome what they're doing over there. Kristen and Rob talk about the potential of gamification and treatment, some quality and product considerations when expanding into new markets, as well as some behind the scenes of what it's like to be at a software medical device company and working in quality. All right. Well, here's Kristen and Qualio's own Robert Fenton.
1: Thank you for trusting us and, and leaving us support you folks on your journey. I love what you folks were doing. I was taking a look before the last couple of days before we had a chance to, uh, connect and second of all thank you for volunteering some of your time to share some uh, of your story and and journey here today so it means a lot you doing that
2: yeah of course i think yeah we're in this uh Qualio and sidekick are on a very fairly, fairly or at least in my mind a similar growth path so it's interesting to to basically support each other through this
1: most big movements start as as communities as well i think we're, we're in a second similarity is as the life sciences industry is going through this big transformation i think there's a there's a change in what the type of company that's starting up either to be a, an enabler of the industry or be in the industry, right? It's, it's different, but I could, I could dig in there for a long time. What I think would be really <laughs> useful for our listeners to kick off for those of us who don't know Psychic Health, maybe you could just give us a, just a small intro as to what you folks do at Psychic Health and you know, how you folks help improve lives. Yeah.
2: Basically, Psychic believes there's a void in the treatment of chronic diseases. And soon it will be unacceptable to leave the doctor's office without any digital care as a part of the treatment. That's sort of our mission statement. And, and then we, we also believe that in coming years, no track will be launched on the market without digital companion. So that's basically our vision and, miss, and, vision and mission is basically to provide digital companionship or, or, or digital care that augments <laughs> pharmacotherapy, basically to boost
1: outcomes. Can you give a couple of examples of that? I, I think there's, there's quite a few interesting ones.
2: Yeah, we're working with Pfizer, for example. And in Finland, uh, you will find mm-hmm. little sidekicks on, on, on certain drug packaging, which is followed with a QR code to, to download the application and, uh, cool. and get, get a program which helps you change and, and modify your lifestyle to, to the, the condition
1: you're dealing with. That's really awesome uh, milestone for you folks. Maybe looking at the the other milestone, which I've really wanted to ask you about, is a pretty big. Claim is you folks have been recognized in the top zero point one percent. It's like the the, the almost the one percent of the one percent in terms of quality by by as an Orca, I believe is how it's pronounced. Can you tell me a bit about that? That that's a big um, statement. It's uh, impressive.
2: Yeah, that's far from my desk actually. So <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really not. Uh... Yeah, for shedding any light on that. Yeah.
1: With any. <laughs> Sorry about that. No problem. Well, I think we'll add to our show notes, we'll add a link with some information on on that is something that we noticed doing, doing some research. Yeah, let's go back to your story because I think I have looking at your background. So you're a lawyer originally and you specialize yeah. in privacy and you... I've done a lot of work in GDPR, and now you're working at Sidekick in this you know, compliance officer role. Could, I think a lot of the most interesting conversations we have here are really about how do people like you get into the roles that you're in, and, and that, that narrative, I think, is always fascinating because people don't you know typically go to university to, I want to study this course to get into this role. So I think it's fascinating. What's your background? Can you maybe walk me through how you got here?
2: Yeah, as you said, I'm a lawyer by training. And in my earlier professional life, I, I focused a lot on privacy. I still do. I am also focusing on privacy here at Sidekick. I actually oh. worked as a consultant for Sidekick before I joined them. So when I joined, it was always on the table that I would be a data protection officer and a privacy officer in, at Sidekick. But one of my first missions here was to... to finish our first registration or, or register Psychic as a manufacturer of a medical device. Mm. So that was the big task that was on my, on my desk for the, basically from day one was to finish that registration. And, and we did that in, in about three or four months. So obviously a class one under MDD yeah. is, is not the heaviest process to go through. Mm-hmm. I've always been, because you, wanted, you asked about my path to, yeah. to this role. I've always been fairly tax savvy for for a lawyer and, and I think I yeah, a lot of lawyers
1: me. these days are tech savvy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the stereotypical image of a lawyer yeah, is someone who, who, who only prints and, and staples documents. That's as far as as technology goes in the stereotype, but lawyers are developing into tax savvy individuals by need, basically. And what fascinated me about Psychic was was this this possibility to help people improve their quality of life and to generally help them live a better lifestyle through this application and through the portals we have. And what's obviously fascinating is the clinical validate, clinically validated programs and the general quality of the, of the product is, is fascinating. And the quality of the people here is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Um, I've seen just looking at some of the therapeutic areas, you folks w- with that registration, I believe probably a lot in there, like type two diabetes and uh, inflammatory bowel disease and particularly ulcerative colitis. So it's, uh, um, it's, it's great to see that. And you also folks, you won the e-health award last year as well. So it's impressive. You folks are just, uh, oh, to racking up a lot of these, these awards. I think, I think it's a sign of and what we see is companies think what you're doing are, particularly in, the, in today's world where we see that, well, yes, traditional drug development or device development is a valid pathway. Now we're seeing if software has been eating the world for the last couple of decades, we're now seeing like how software and also biology are kind of merging. And I think there's just a ton, a ton of applications that I'm sure you folks are working on stuff that we're not even, we're, we're not even aware, aware of yet. And I think you folks are just taking part in at the plug and play health accelerator over here in the Silicon Valley.
2: Yeah, we did that. Yeah, I mean as you as you said, obviously uh, the industry got a sort of a yeah. kick in the butt or a, in my opinion at least five year head start of what a, what would have happened without covid. Yeah. Just by people uh, being forced, I know that's not a, a, the most fun topic in the world, but Of course. but the industry sort of leaped forward mm. by need or by necess- necessity and because people suddenly couldn't go into hospitals and so on. We actually, for example, uh, set up a, a COVID program here in Iceland to help people track their symptoms if they were, had infections. So you could, instead of having a phone call from, from a nurse sometime on Tuesday next week or something like that, you were just reporting daily on, on uh, body temperature and uh, soreness in throat or something like that to, to help people uh, prioritize who was reached out to and, and so on.
1: So many new use cases opened up. One of the ways that we, we've seen this is that we call it like velocity matters now. I think in particular in the space, um, for example, even that case, you go into your hospital, you, you could do all these things that are kind of time lags. Now speed, well, you couldn't go into hospital and the solution for that was to allow things to happen in your home maybe. That's much faster. And now it's getting to a higher data integrity, better data that allows to make better decisions. And we've also seen that generally the industry seems to want to move a lot faster now because it understands oh well, wow, speed does speed is important in this industry which i think is which is good because i think it bodes well for companies like you folks and everybody who's coming down down the line i'm curious you opened up by saying that it sounds like both our, our companies are in, are in similar growth paths But right? growing is you know growth is one of the best problems to have but it also brings, you know, like you know, all problems are still problems, and it can be difficult when you're growing very quickly and you're taking apart and rebuilding processes that did work. I'm curious, as as you folks have been, your team or, or your, your products been growing that quickly? How has that been? Any any interesting learnings on in the past so far?
2: Yeah, but well, basically, when I joined, we were 15 employees at Sidekick. We are now over 60 in 18 months or something like that. Eighteen or nineteen months. So that's been quite a fast curve. But what's been most valuable and most important in all of this is is keeping the culture of mm-hmm. of and to give you a little bit of an insight, we we use the No Rules Rules Netflix book sort of as yeah. a reference, partially at least. And that is great that, book. yeah, it's a great book, and it's a it's a great tool to try and build culture on in companies because. There are no stupid questions, as as we alluded to earlier. I'm a lawyer by training, and therefore understanding software infrastructure is not my my. It's not the first day of law school. It's not software infrastructure yeah. or, or something like that. So I have to ask a lot of stupid questions, and and I can't imagine that development team is always jumping with joy when I when I run over to them and go, "Okay, is this something we can do, or is this something we are doing?" Because to them it's a uh, obvious truth or obvious not true but the culture we we built is that it's all right to ask stupid questions and all right to admit that you don't know anything so or know any something you don't know everything so that's something that's been very valuable for us as a company basically growing through all of this is is okay just say i don't know instead of going yeah it's that way in and, and faking it, fake it till you make it this doesn't work in the long run yeah, yeah.
1: it doesn't scale if, successfully
2: yeah yeah, it doesn't scale. That's that's exactly it.
1: Yeah, similar. You know, a lot of similar learnings on our side. I'm curious, kind of getting back to the company and some of this growth. You know, you're probably looking to enter some, some new markets at the moment. Is that are you planning that right now? Because you, it's a lot of complexity for companies doing that. I'm curious how you're seeing that as a as a digital product.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We obviously with a CE mark, you you sort of gain access to Europe on top of that we are looking to to the us i don't think that's a secret i'm there's no spoiler in that
1: no, most companies do so it's yeah, it's,
2: <laughs> yeah uh, it makes yeah, sense. exactly <laughs> and uh well basically complexities are obviously that the talent in-house is is as of yet really euro-centric and the differences in legislation and regulatory complexities are let's say there are some differences although it's mm-hmm. pretty much the same when you boil down to it but there are different requirements, and one of the reasons to plug Qualio shamelessly a little bit is that the reason we chose Qualio was basically this capability of, of operating audit-ready at all times with the documentation in Qualio. That's, that's one of the biggest selling points we, we found was that Qualio focuses on, on being an EQMS and not being 10 different things to, to 10 different types of companies. So this focus on on being an EQMS or a QMS in 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 that sense is was really the reason and the capabilities of 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 digging into the qualio regulations on both sides of the pond is was one of the biggest selling points.
1: Well, I really appreciate that feedback. It's incredibly helpful, uh, Christian. Thank you. With with the future, I'm curious now that we're coming out the well, seem to be coming at the other side of the worst of this pandemic. That's felt like a dream to some people now, I think. And as you look back, as we're all trying to look forward. How are you folks planning for the next 18 months, kind of two years as a company?
2: Further growth, I would say, is probably mm-hmm. on, on the horizon. What we want to do more is getting deeper into the re- relationship with our pharma partners, for example, getting closer to them as, as partners and, and basically optimize. And And what we obviously don't want to do is being busy laying train tracks when someone flies a plane over our heads is obviously a very cliched way of looking at it. But that's that's basically our, our biggest mission these days. And one of the biggest missions for the future is is being the guy in the plane or being the people on the plane, not not in the train. Looking for for the new innovation and uh, mm. the new being on, on top of all of that. And that's obviously a challenge for everyone in the tech industry. And that's just something we have to be constantly aware of yeah
1: how do you folks do that
2: but being agile i mean that's probably the biggest thing mm-hmm. and that's going back to the quality system that's that's not easy being a medical device and being agile i mean the yeah. regulation is mostly written for scalps or something like that that doesn't change for mm-hmm. 10 years and then yeah. you come in with a software solution that goes yeah we change it twice a week or something like that
1: uh, yeah twice <laughs> in the last hour <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Precisely. And yeah, that, that's
2: complex, and that takes a lot of work mm-hmm. and effort. But we we do it, and we we go through it. And I think we see great gains from doing it with um, a partner like Qualio. I mean, this is obviously not a sales interview or something like that. But it's it does actually help. I mean, previously we did it by paper, and I just coming in and and doing the first version of of a registration or a quality system by paper is just fine once but once you add up mm. and add up and add up on various uh, products that are ce marked or or need to be under the quality management system then it's it's a headache i think i would literally drown in in, in filing cabinets
1: <laughs> yeah we've we've seen and, and i've seen filing cabinets the fireproof filing cabinets in, in any customer's uh, offices so yeah i've seen that firsthand i think what's interesting is talking about being agile in this space and you know it Feel difficult to do with today's you know state of school. the industry has, has worked, but there's often this perception that speed and quality in this industry feel like opposing forces, right? To move quickly, there's always the pressure of quality, and if you want to really focus on on doing things right and you know making things that are safe, effective, and work consistently, you feel like you're sacrificing a lot of speed. Personally, at Qualio, we have a strong belief that that's a false choice. You shouldn't need to choose one or the other. I think one of the things we've learned from the software world as you folks are like a software company, right? Like yeah. a, digital, a digital company. Actually, I think the speed of iteration is probably one of the highest correlating factors to the quality of the, uh, the end result. And, and we look at it very, a lot right now is, well, how can we help companies like you move with like unconstrained velocity? Because we know if we can help you do that in the right way. That helps you build the best, like the highest chance of a product that actually meets the success outcomes you're trying to design for, which will ultimately help the world in the way that, that you want to do. So it's, uh, we see it as an end uh, rather than an or. And I think that's gonna, going to be one of the big transitions that companies like yourselves are part of writing the playbook for, right? The new playbook. Just <laughs> like helpful. in 1990, software was built like waterfalls too, right? With these long <laughs> cycles. And now, you know, companies are... Changing things three, four times a day, depending on their mood, and they're split testing things. So I think that's a uh, that's a trend we're going to see accelerate here. That gets me yeah. excited, at least.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just to see the the as you said, the speed of things, and uh, with that, there comes the need for discipline, though, because you mm-hmm. need to need to respect the requirements and so on. But that's just a fundamental culture thing within the company. We're not building the new Snapchat or 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 exactly. Instagram or something like that. It's actually not moving fast
1: and breaking things,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're not, yeah, it's not trial and error, it's basically do things in a considered way and and uh, they should go all right because not to dish out to programmers, but they're often often like to to run fast and then basically hit a wall and and figure out how to go through the wall instead of actually perhaps consider building a door and go through that, and that's discipline again, but that's I mean. We are very lucky to have have great programmers who who are who are really disciplined, even though they don't always like the rules I put in front of them and and the hoops they need to jump through for quality sake. But there are there are developments coming along the way, especially within Qualio. We've we've been testing out some new features who are who we're really excited about.
1: I'm glad you had a chance to see that, I and mean, in a few more months we'll get your 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 verdict. I'll make sure to to follow up. But uh, thank you for sharing that. Just in terms of of time, I realize I feel like I could chat to you for a lot longer about some of these items, but I just want to make sure that I get you back to your day. Yeah, it's, you no know, kinda... It's, it's close Look,
2: coming into six in the evening here in Iceland, so it's my day ah, is over once this is
1: over, so it's no worries. Well, let me let me help <laughs> you get back to your evening. bit. I think as as a follow on, right. We're still in the very early days of this, well, how does it mean to apply like, software into healthcare and, and like the life sciences industry, right? As that's being reimagined in certain ways and new use cases that are I think novel, but also very valuable. What, what advice do you, would you have for other people or teams who are a bit earlier than you folks and are trying to figure out how to you know, build something special in, in what is a, a regulated space?
2: I don't have the secret recipe but or, or the secret sauce for this, but I could perhaps help people by saying, surround yourself with people who who amplify your capabilities, who are in some way better than you in some things, some aspects. And if you do that enough, even though they are the complete opposite of you, they can help the team move forward. And that's basically a vision that, that needs to be adhered to because... If you surround yourself with people who are identical to you in, in the way of thinking and uh, the way they see life, then you're only going to move towards people who, who are like you. And that's the whole world is far from being like you. So yeah, <laughs> you go really philosophical here. But that's basically it. And not to lock yourself into something and refuse to consider changing it, even though the whole world is telling you your first idea is not a great one or it's not working as, it, as you dreamed it would be, then be agile and be ready to move in a different direction if that works.
1: That, that's really helpful, uh, Christine. Thank, thank you for uh, walking us through that and I really appreciate you taking time out of your evening to chat with me, me today and telling some of your story and, and the Psychic Health story. I'll be excited to watch all your progress and looking forward to keeping in touch if there's anything else to add we'll get it added to the show notes. Uh, but, but thank you so much.
2: Yeah, likewise. It's been great. Uh, And I feel really lucky to have stumbled upon Qualio in my search for unique QMS.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of From Lab to Launch, brought to you by Qualio. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give the show a positive review. It really helps us out. For more information about Qualio, our guest today, or to be a guest on a future episode, please refer to the show notes. Until next time.